is priceless. You're like, oh, wait. It's happening. It's hard. right now. Hello and welcome. If you are tuning in, you have found yourself in the Valley of the Lost. A podcast where we deep dive into missing persons cases and murder. Our great state of Arizona. I'm Anne. And I'm Nicole. Stick with us, grab a drink, and let's get lost. Hey. How's it going? Good, how are you? Yeah, hang on there. Cheers. Thanks. Cheers. <laughs> so our first episode is Daniel Robinson, the geologist from Buckeye, Arizona, right? He went missing, I think, back over the summer. Was it the yep. summer? Yep. Okay. Summer. And I have, I was really interested in the case because, I mean, it's Arizona. It's weird. It's literally our backyard yeah yeah they never found remains there was a truck that was found i don't know yes nicole you did the research so there's so much on this case like and there's so much that okay so he went missing june 23rd so it's basically nine months now that he's missing that he's been missing. so yeah june 23rd is when he officially went missing he okay so let's just back up and like who is daniel rob so daniel robinson he was born january 14th 1997 so when he went missing he is he was 24 but he's 25 now just because he's had a birthday and still a baby such a baby and he's actually born with one hand missing so he but like his dad has said in many of interviews yeah I didn't know that fact like yeah um his dad has said in many of interviews yeah like that it really right and like all the pictures of them they of 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 daniel they they don't really show and maybe i just wasn't looking i don't know but it they don't really show like him as like missing a hand or maybe just because of his smile i missed didn't even see it you know like um, and like that's basically like what his dad always said that it was nothing that ever stopped him like he was always just went about life as if he had two hands really into sports um into playing geologist well so okay ready for this fun fact every freaking thing about this man says that he is a geologist okay if you look on his linkedin and on his jobs linkedin which is matrix new world engineering they have him as a hydrogeologist Okay, so What's a that? geologist is somebody who studies the earth. A hydrogeologist yeah. is somebody who studies groundwater. Oh. Okay, so, so very different. Well, yeah. I mean, I think so. I mean, if you're talking about the desert and you're talking about that Arizona is in a major drought and you're talking about somebody who was out there trying to find potentially again to this day we don't know what Daniel was doing out there. This, the company that he's worked for has never made a comment about what he was doing out there, his job for this company. And this company is in New Jersey as well. Yeah. And so if you look on, yeah, if you look on the company's website, it doesn't even say anymore that they have a field office in Phoenix. Guess where it's at? Prescott. So like, it doesn't even say anymore that they have a field office in Buckeye even anymore. So like, there's just like these little things, these little things that I'm noticing that I'm like, 
mm, I don't know. This isn't, none of this is making sense. Nope. So that, so for me, that was like a big, like when I was researching about him, because, okay, the information that if you Google, right, just do a basic Google search on Daniel Robinson, you found out, you find out. He went missing on June 23rd. He left his work site. There was a blue Jeep renegade that was found, which you know how I feel about Jeeps, but we, I won't, I won't discredit him on that one. Not to mention it's a damn renegade, but whatever. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. We'll, we'll move past it. I can get past it. Okay. So he went to work. Supposedly a coworker said he was acting weird. And also this was a coworker that he had never worked with before. So the guy really didn't even know him. I guess he hung around for 15 minutes and then walked off and got in his Jeep and went off into the desert. That's all they know. Now I was finding an article or a video on News Nation. And in this one, this was two months ago, the father said that there was actually someone else who found him on June 23rd or saw him on June 23rd, the day that he went missing. Lo and really? behold, guess, guess who it was? A law enforcement. What? So, Right. It's a law enforcement agent. So why didn't we know about that like nine months ago? Why is, why was that just being reported two months ago? What they so say the law it, enforcement what? agent was out there doing target practice with his kids. And huh. I guess Daniel was supposedly working there. I don't know. He, the law enforcement agent, the quote unquote thing that he says was that Daniel went up to him and I guess they had a long conversation and Daniel said, Oh, Hey, I'm working here. You know, can you guys go to another area? Showed him on a map, another area that he could go and go to do target practice. And then he left and didn't, you know, he didn't tell the law enforcement agent where he was going. And also the law enforcement agent didn't like have any like inkling of like his state of being if he was on you know because there's been talk that supposedly because he acted weird in those 15 minutes from this co-worker that he just met that apparently he's on drugs which I don't know you know or law enforcement like you said why would that law enforcement officer wait that long to come forward seven like, months why would it that oh yeah I saw that guy that went missing that day out there right yeah it was not talked about at all until I just heard, and it was like, it wasn't even like breaking, like a, 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 you know, a video that was like breaking news on the Daniel Robinson case. It was just like a little blurb that I just so happened to listen to because I listened to the video four or five times. It was now we're the dad is finally saying, you know, hey, we, we found somebody else who talked to him that day. Like, it was just so weird. And that just like two months ago. Okay. Okay. I don't know. It, it's just like, it's just so there's so many holes in it. And unfortunately, like this poor father has had to hire a private investigator because it took them, guess how long it took them to find his Jeep? A month. The Jeep. Okay. And then now there's even in the research that I found, some people are saying it's three miles away from the work site. Some people are saying it's five miles away from the work site. So there's not a consistent area but three miles five miles i walk five miles every day in the morning it took you a month to find the jeep it's a blue it's a if you see the pictures of it it's a bright blue in the fucking desert yeah that's... that doesn't make sense that does that not doesn't make, make sense, sense. So nobody says like no that doesn't make any sense that's strange no. it's strange. and that a farmer found it a, how did a farmer just stumble upon it that does no. not make sense 
So they found his, okay, and then ready for this craziness? Okay, so the police said that it was three miles from the point of his work site, okay? okay? Then they said that the vehicle rolled and that the vehicle wasn't st- started after the vehicle was crashed. The private investigator found out that the car was found just about five miles from the site. Then the investigator also found that after the airbags were deployed, the vehicle drove or went further seven to 11 miles. So meaning that the vehicle was moved after the initial accident, seven to 11 miles. And it was restarted 46 times. So normally, Wait. if you're in... Yeah. So normally if you're in a car crash, right. Or something like that, and you come to, you're going to try to start the car, right. You're going to try to start the right. car maybe two, maybe three times, 46 times this vehicle was restarted or attempted to be restarted. His is okay. So the police have ruled this suspicious, right? Like they are suspecting foul play or what are they, what did they no, like? They still don't say foul play. play. They just say that he's a missing person. Interesting. Yeah. Yep. They think he just wandered off into the desert. Yeah, because all his clothes and his phone, everything, his wallet was left at the scene. And you can see it in the pictures. Like, it's just like it's laying right there, like perfectly. So the the only theory that they have for this missing man is that he supposedly was tired when he went into work. So they thought he pulled over to take a nap and was robbed. That's the only theory they had after nine months. And then he just wandered off or like... Supposedly just wandered off. Two months ago, it was reported that the Jeff McCarthy, the investigator that the father hired, the search was now going into like Goodyear and to Phoenix to see if maybe he was part, became part of the homeless population, that maybe he hit his head, forgot who he was, wandered off. But again, he would have had to walk a very far away from that job site like to find people to then become part of the homeless population. Like that's homeless population. Really... What does that mean? Like nobody yeah, would like, recognize him. Like, yeah, like he would just become a wanderer, like this guy that's been missing for nine months, dark hair, dark features, and a missing hand. Like, I mean, and again though, the biggest problem was with this case was that when he first went missing with Gabby Batia bullshit was happening. So he didn't get as much streamline as, you know, he should have gotten. And they also made up like crazy things. So, I mean, this, this man went, you know, went to the college of Charleston. He was in a fraternity. He graduated with honors. Like he was doing the damn thing. Okay. The kid was one-handed, musical instruments, football, like weightlifted. Like he was in good shape. And like they, I guess for a while he did uh, grocery delivery. And apparently there was this girl that she, he kind of fell in love with. And I guess it kind of got to a point where he was kind of stalkery, I guess, in text messages that came out afterwards that was like, you know, please leave me alone. Don't come to my house. Cause I guess he showed up to her house unannounced. So the only thing I can think of from that is that he seems like, I mean, graduated with honors, right? Like I'm just going to make a big assumption here and, you know, maybe he wasn't around girls a lot maybe super awkward you know yeah and and maybe you know just didn't really he like misread the the 
you know, I mean, he's doubt he's, he's studying, you know, groundwater. <laughs> so I don't think he's, yeah. you know, Mr. Suave is the only thing I can think of. <laughs> right. And, you know, maybe she wasn't but as into him. Like yeah. Yeah. And like, maybe she just wasn't as into him. And then, you know, it, she was trying Find to be nice. Yeah. Yeah. I, that's the only thing I can think of. But of course, he went, you know, he said, uh, supposedly said he was tired, right? So he's a stalker drug addict is like how they're trying to like spin it and play it. And it's, Mm. that's nuts. There's no, there's nothing. Right. Right. They start finding things to blame. Like, I don't know, like, well, he's missing. He's also a stalker. So really like what? Yeah. Right. You know? Um, that's and again like if he just if he okay so let's say he was a stalker drug addict okay let's just say that right okay so he went to work high he was tripping at work I don't know had an out-of-body ayahuasca experience crashed the vehicle had to rip off all his clothes again where's his body there's nothing you know what they did found they found four to six other bodies. Okay, because I say four to six because some articles said four and some articles said six. So four to six bodies. Bodies. Other people. We have cases for days, by the way. But that does it. So the, in the process, they could find four to, uh, four to six other bodies, but can't find anything. Not a tooth. Not a fingernail. Nothing. It doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make any sense. It's fishy. It's fishy. That's what it is. And the fact that his company hasn't come forward to not even make a comment. A few days ago, they held a, a vigil downtown for Daniel. And like, you know, I don't know. I mean, the company is a woman-run company. They say it right there on their LinkedIn. Um, so, you know, you would you would hope that there would be some sort of I don't know, a little bit more pomp and circumstance to to have a little bit more empathy towards their employee that's been missing for nine months and maybe come and make a statement, especially because he was at work when he went missing. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and and explain what, what was your company doing out there too? Because it's a civil engineering yeah. company. That's their their thing is civil engineering. So Okay, structures, things like that. You have a hydrogeologist because I'm, I, I really am kind of very annoyed that they are saying that he's a geologist. He's not. That's studying rocks. He didn't study rocks. He studied groundwater. That's a very different. And also, his truck was found in a ravine. Isn't someone going to understand how water works and how rocks would fall and how your vehicle would fall following groundwater, right? Yeah. It's a far, it, yeah. it's a far connect, but. And like you said, it was found a month later and it had been moved. Isn't that what you had said? Like it just So I guess the, like the theory... Yeah, like the theory is, is that there was like an initial crash and then maybe with the weather or something like that or somebody pushing it, 
the vehicle moved anywhere from seven to 11 miles into the ravine. Because if you, if you see pictures of the vehicle, it's like on its side, it's like, it's like it went down in the ravine and then flipped. That's what one would assume looking at it. But and if that was again, try to restart it tipped upside down like that, like 46 what? times. And there's just, there's nothing. I mean, again, there's not a tooth. There's not a toenail. There's not a finger. There's not blood. It's not like a, like a foot, arm, hair. Right. Cause I mean, even if animals, okay. Was anything, was anything in the, uh, his, his Jeep Renegade? His Jeep, was anything in it? Like his wallet or like money or his cell phone? His wallet, his wallet and his clothes. Um, and his, all of his belongings were like strung out outside of the vehicle, not in it. So like, even if he like was super high, cause they're saying they keep using, um, the drug PCP, like that's the verbiage that they're using for that. And again, don't yeah. come at me. <laughs> right. I mean, I guess that just shows my lack of knowledge of drugs, but I mean, okay, so yeah, so they're using PC, he's high on PCP, he's a a freaking scientist, and he went to work high off PCP um, to go look at some groundwater, and, you know, he was just so high that he decided to take a nap, and then after his nap, he decided he was just going to rip off all his clothes and walk off into the sunset, okay, again, like, even if he did that, passed out, but like even if coyotes got him even if animals got him there would still be a skull there would still be something there'd be something there'd be something he's gone in thin air and it's been nine months like you said yes and then there's i guess there's yes and there's mines around there that they need cadaver body you know cadaver dogs to go and the dad can't get the, the dog, the police to get the dogs out there. What? Yeah. The police are like, well, they haven't been open. So they need to open them. So that way the air flows. So that way the dogs can smell. And I'm like, oh, okay, I guess. But again, it's nine months. Like, why wasn't that done at six? Why wasn't that done at four? Why wasn't that done at one? Why did it take a month for them to even just find his vehicle? And it's nine months. And I mean, the amount of like information that you can find on this by Googling, I had to go pretty deep to find the information that I did. And it's just all the same narrative. There's no other information out there. And you would just think that after nine months, there would be a different narrative. They would know a little bit more. Like just two months ago, they found out that there was a second witness and that it's a law enforcement agent, which pisses me off even more. That I want to know more about because the whole thing with the police not letting... Okay, I have a theory. Let me know when we're ready for our theories. I have yeah, found right? a theory and I hope it's not true because I hope he... I, best outcome... He, I'm, I'm not sure what this means when they say he went into the homeless population, but I mean, that would be the best outcome, that he's still alive out there and we find him and we can reunite him with his father and he's no longer missing. Like that's, 
that's what I would like to say. But unfortunately, that's not my theory. My theory would be that, well, first and foremost, I need more information about this police officer that was target practicing. Because it, I think what could have happened is that that did happen, obviously. And I think, what if he was accidentally shot? And it was a fatal, a fatal wound. And I, I've heard of cases before where it really does sound like the police department is covering something up. And I didn't think our first episode would be such a, a doozy. Right? <laughs> of no, a case. It um, straight up it's be bad. like um, something fucking, fucking weird is afoot over in Buckeye. I don't know. Would, would that be the Buckeye Police Department? It is the Buckeye Police um, and i mean he the dad had to hire a private investigator like come on man like what is this does it cost man hours just i don't really understand why they can't at least just that i mean do you not have enough people to support it like i don't understand yeah volunteers come in to, to take the dogs like right just let it happen it's just it's it doesn't sit well with me I've heard cases before that that's my theory is that unfortunately I think there was something horrible happened. I think they took the police officer may have panicked and then placed it there on it. Um, I, I, I think something's awry. I don't know. Maybe not that police officer. I don't know. But yeah, something's around. Something strange. Well, it's just, it's strange that the company is so quiet too. I don't yeah. know. I mean, and you know, I just think of if someone, someone Yeah. Oh yeah. Like if if one of my employees went missing, I would be out there every week trying to find them too. Like it right. and I didn't have anything to do with it or I didn't know more than I should or I didn't you know, like I would be out there and the fact that in all of the research that I've done, like I would say a whole whole somebody's work life hours that I've done for this um that's all the information that I was able to find I I have not found one statement one news article that says anything from matrix new world engineering like they have not said a peep I forgot you said that he went out there with um someone that he hadn't normally regularly worked with right yeah, um, that they're not the saying coworker why that saw him. The job site. So, like, okay, yeah. so that, that's that's, that's strange. strange too. The, the whole thing just stinks. It stinks like not good, not good. <laughs> and I just don't Rotten. know where they why the news people drop the hydro the hydrogeologist. I think that's really important. You know, I mean, why is he going to just be a geologist because literally on his linkedin it says hydrogeologist on matrix matrix new world engineering it says hydrogeologist and i mean i guess it's really not like that big of a deal yeah i mean it's lazy i mean well i mean i mean maybe it's not that big of a deal and maybe it's just a a an inkling that I'm looking at, but like, I mean, I, my comp, if my company, if my employee was misquoted wrong with what they did for my company, I would want to make sure that people knew 
what this person actually did for my company. And that yeah. would be important to me. Yeah. Right. But maybe, I mean, maybe that's just holding on to, you know, whatever little dear information I can find. But yeah. again, I mean, you know, the, the information that is out about this case is so minimal, so minimal compared to Gabby Patillo or, you know, just any other missing case that I've, I've begun to research. You're just inundated yeah. with information. With this one, I'm not, there's not a lot out there and it's a lot of the same repeating information too. It pays to be a white woman, unfortunately. And if you go uh, missing, you have a higher chance of being found. That's absolutely. honestly, that's yeah. Sucks. It's shitty. It's not right. It's not okay. Um, and it, nope. yeah, that really sucks. It um, does. It's disappointing. This case, this case always really, it interested me a lot just because I don't know, maybe it's because we live in Arizona. Like, I don't, I don't know if that's why or not. And, you know, I'm more familiar with that desert. You know what I mean? Like, um, so it's just, it struck really close to home, I guess. And then also being a parent too, I think, you know, you know what I mean? Like, could you imagine like looking for your kid like that? Like what? His poor father. Like, that's just what I keep thinking about. Like, if you know something and you're out there, please report it. Like, figure it out like if you have seen this if you have seen daniel do something because jesus like bring him home to his father bring his father and his family peace like right yeah they do they still are doing these searches um and then they do have a website so please find daniel.com all that information is on there as well as you can even if you just want to donate um to the cause and help because i know that i'm sure like you know, his father just dropped everything, came to New Jersey. Um, I think, you know, just right after a few, few days after he was gone. Yeah, it was, it was heart-wrenching to watch that last uh, YouTube video that I watched on News Nation. It was about two months ago. Try not to cry. I know. It was hard not to listen to him cry because it was basically, you know, he said, he goes, I understand that right now, you know, this is probably just a uh, survivor, you know, search, you know, the fact that he's, whether he's alive or not, I don't really know. Um, but that his hope is that he's in the homeless population. And I'm just like, oh God, that breaks my heart, you know? Um, That's the he whole 20- I guess. Yeah, and he just turned 25, you know? Like, you know, looking at his yeah. LinkedIn, you know, it's like, it's his LinkedIn has his, the college that he went to and then it has his job. And like, that's it. He was- he was a scientist by 25. I mean, I didn't really get, even get my life together until I was like almost 30 and I still don't really get my life together. Still not there. Still not there. I'm just pretending. Amazing. Right. So I mean, screw it. If he was on PCP, let the kid go to work on PCP. Jesus. I have like a, I don't know. I don't know. Well, it's just so easy, right? It's just so easy to say the one, the one person that's missing you know, is, is the person that is the problem or is the person that, you know, it's like, you know, when the one friend that doesn't show up to breakfast, you know, it's like, well, they didn't want to come. <laughs> like, no, it's not their fault. <laughs> you know, it's not their fault. And, and, yeah. you know, it, these ones always really get me because, you know, like we've discussed, like I wanted to start this podcast because I wanted to help people 
to feel safe to go out by themselves if they want to, you know? And it's when I do these cases and looking at this information, you know, I, I always want to find a, a why, like what happens? Because when, the first thing that people ask me when I tell them that I go on solo trips, they're like, aren't you scared? And the answer is no, I'm not scared. And that's such a privilege to not be scared. And I want to, to, you know, look at these cases and see where does it go wrong? Like how, how can we, how, where do you find the misstep? Because there's so many times that I've gone out and, you know, knock on wood, I haven't gone missing yet, but like, how does this happen? How does this young man who is in a bright blue renegade and is five, less than five miles from his job site go missing? I've been out, not even in cell service, 20 miles out for days. I mean, you know, it's a Jeep Renegade, but it'll get him back home no matter what. He could have flipped that and gone back home. Like, it could have happened. If he got that Jeep upright and he had fluids in his vehicle, which if it was was his work truck, he should have, the job site should have made sure that he had everything he needed. So he could have flipped that, got that thing back, you know, going and got home. So I just, it doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense. Yeah. Mm Mm-mm. And the, you know, he took a nap and got robbed and walked off into the sunset. That doesn't make sense either, because then we would find his body, even if it was a suicide, even if he just said, fuck it, I'm going. Right. And again, like if animals would have gotten to any remains or anything like that, there would be remains left, like. I don't know. It's it's really strange. I was hoping that you're going to come on here and have like, this is what happened to him. You know what I mean? Like, I knew we were going to be theorizing somewhat tonight, but this really is just full on what nothing. happened to Daniel. We got nothing. We got PleaseFindDaniel.com is, is what we got. And there's oh there's got to be some people that know more. There just has to be. I mean, I'm sure there's going to be more stuff coming out. We'll be, we'll be updating on this case for sure. I feel like. Oh yeah, for sure in June when it's the one year. Um, And I'd really like it if if there was some day that our little, our little Valley of the Lost community would go together and we could try to go for a search or something because he's out there. He's out there for sure. And it's, it's kind of crazy. Like, yeah. And there's, it's kind of crazy, like the comments on like some of the articles or some of the YouTube, it's clairvoyance that are like, I spoke to Daniel, he's here. What? Um, no way. Yeah. And a lot of them say I'm four, four miles east of where the truck was. That's what they all say. Shut up. I'm four miles east of where the truck was. Shut up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So whether he's buried there, or I don't know, you know. I just heard my cat meow and it scared me <laughs> so bad. <laughs> Yay, we did it. Oh, we did a good story then. <laughs> we did a good story if you got scared. <laughs> that was the, the way you ended it with freaking mediums. Oh, <laughs> well, let's, I mean, Honestly, again, I hope he's in the homeless population. I don't, yeah. again, I also don't really know what that means. Like, 
the homeless population. Just like a wanderer. Yeah, it just sounds yeah. really bad. Like, like a, just a drug addict. Like, I feel like the homeless get such a bad reputation here in Arizona, too, as like drug addicts, as alcoholics. As, and yes, it does happen. It happens. But a lot of them are veterans. A lot of people are, a lot of them have been like given up on like Medicaid and Medicare because of the loss of funding and whatnot and are now on the streets because they can't take care of themselves or even find a job. So when I hear things like that, I really get offended because I highly doubt someone like Daniel, who again, when he first went missing, there were search parties. Like I highly doubt. 80 to 200. They have an average of 80 to 200 people that show up every time. That's, I highly doubt that he's just hanging out in the homeless population somewhere in what, like down, like Buckeye, like in yeah. the city of Buckeye. Is there a town of Buckeye? I don't even know. Like Buckeye's weird. Yeah, there it is. But <laughs> it's, it's come up a long way. I mean, there's, you know, they got a Wally World and a Jack in the Box and stuff out there now. So like. I mean, if he wandered up into the jack in the crack, like, and got some tacos, I think somebody would notice. Somebody would notice. Yeah. Buckeye's weird. Santan's weird. Santan's a weird place. I mean, clearly Arizona is weird with all these damn missing people. (laughs) We're in a vortex. Mesa's the coolest. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, so that's what I got. Daniel Robinson, still missing. Please find Daniel.com. His father is a incredible, incredible human. He is always, every article that I've read about him and every video I've watched of him, he handles himself with such pride and confidence. And he is never vicious or mean. He is extremely kind to all the anchors. And even though he is displeased with how the investigation has gone, he's still extremely respectful which as a parent watching him, you know, I would be like, fuck y'all, oh no, where's my I'd be a freaking disaster. Yeah, yeah, so, you know, the fact that he has handled himself just so well, it's, it's, it's very admirable to watch, so definitely something we can all, at least, if anything, we learn that from, from this case. That's what I got. Eek! Good job. First. Hopefully it didn't suck, guys. <laughs> um, yeah, as we get more episodes, don't don't listen to the first episode. Right? Even though it's the best case, but don't listen to the episode. Yeah, no, it's an amazing case. You should definitely listen to it. I was joking, but don't judge us. This is our first episode. We are learning. We are excited to do this. We want to really bring light to the victims. We want to tell their stories. We want to stay safe and still be able to go out, which you're a badass. You're a bad bitch for going out on your own. I am a scared little baby. (laughs) (laughs) It's okay. We're going to work on that. And we're going to, I'm so excited for the times that when you and I can go out and we can record episodes out in the wilderness. (laughs) <laughs> yeah yeah I am um, yeah I think we should we should plan one for um like maybe not this I guess we're going to the Chiricahuas over Easter right we are we are yeah. so that'll I be mean, fun to do okay harder, what's in store for us Tuesday. next Tuesday um the, ooh, the give um, us a preview 
the Phoenix serial shooters. Um, they terrorized um, Phoenix um, and the Mesa and the East Valley um, from 2005 to 2006. And it also happened along the same time as the baseline killer. I don't know if a lot anyone remembers that. That was the year oh, I graduated. Yeah. And yeah. I remember being terrified. Like, A, the shooters. Oh, so my preview for next week is I lived across the street from the shooters, not in the same apartment complex. I lived in a house with like my parents, obviously, down the street. But like, it was like literally across the way. Like you could, if you went into the backyard, you could see the apartments like from where we lived at. So that was like, when I realized that, I didn't know that until I started researching it. I was like, uh. That's, <laughs> that's insane. Crazy. Okay, well, that's, that's a good preview for next week then. Yeah. Um, uh... so lots of good stuff all right well i think we can end it here yeah let's do it yeah see you next time if you guys liked this episode make sure